Hey, this is Wes from the You Guys podcast, and you're listening to Not Really Just Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Not Religious Podcast. I am Blake, and I am Brian. And this week we're gonna we're gonna hit you with some um, some bangers of a news story in the church world. Yeah, that's been uh, that's been. Well, I, I would say we've got a couple topics that have been hot, man. Yeah, especially on the Facebooks, they're hot topics. The hot topics. Yeah. When you get a bunch of Christians on social media. Watch out. You're in for a treat, yeah. let me tell you. You, you. you truly are. Yeah. Um, how many of those people do you think in the, the Super Church Shuffle are... That is the widest... Clayton Jennings supporters. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> or J.D. All supporters. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would... Um, go look. Our friend Chris sent us that, uh, uh, that video, and it is the widest... Why do white people think that they can rap? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, hey, guys, I think this would be a good idea if we got together and made a rap song. Why? White people do not have rhythm. No, Indians. they don't. <laughs> they do not. Well, um, yeah, please go on YouTube. Super Church Shuffle. Super? Wait. Super Church Shuffle, I think. The, Super, the Church Super Church Shuffle. Shuffle. Yes, it's amazing. It's long. It's about eight minutes long. Nine minutes. The four minutes of it is the song um, with every department of that church. Yeah, and the preschool director oh, creepy. is creepy. So creepy. Do not leave your children with him. No. Repeat, do not leave your children with him. No. Um, and then the other half of the video is bloopers. <laughs> Yeah, which you can imagine. <laughs> which you you can I imagine mean, <laughs> the even the the choral director does one or the music director. Yeah, and he's white and yeah. he's oh, got man. no rhythm. He's as white as they come. Yeah, I love it when it starts. There's three different beats that they're clapping on. Oh gosh! Like there's one that's actually on beat. Yeah, and then there's one that's like Just slightly ha- off, half a half a beat too slow. And then one that's a half a beat too fast. So what you have is you have a, a like a echo effect. <laughs> it's, they're clapping in an empty amphitheater. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, so before we get to our hot topic today, um, we have a little bit of news for everybody. What is the news? The news. All right, Brian. Oh, this God. is a this is a follow up on uh, 
on our Momo rant from last week. Okay. Okay. All right. This is a, just a follow up. I want you. I want everyone who was affected by the Momo challenge. I just want you to take a second, um, breathe, get ready. There's hope. Okay. Um, artist destroys the Momo sculpture. Uh, last month, a hoax internet challenge known as the Momo Suicide Game had taken over the world by storm and caused a worldwide panic, and boy, did it. However, the out, the artist that created the artwork has now revealed that the creepy sculpture has been destroyed. Um, it has been claimed that the bizarre challenge would suddenly pop out of nowhere in the middle of YouTube videos, as we talked about before, um, targeted for kids. Um, you know the whole story, like encouraging you know people to commit suicide. However, there was no blah 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 A Japanese artist named Kais- I'm gonna butcher this so bad. Cool. Kaisuke Ayoso, maybe sure. Um, created the Momo sculpture. The sculpture, uh, the sculptor, excuse me, revealed that the name of the artwork is not Momo. I don't really know where Momo came from. Yeah, um, but it, some it, dude in his basement. It's actually called Mother Bird. Have you seen the full figure? Yeah, so it's a this. creepy face and then cleavage. Yep, and then like bird bird legs. legs. Right. Um, and it was initially shown at the 2016 Tokyo Art Show. Um, ISO explained that although the reason for the sculpture's creation was to frighten people, he never intended it for. Uh, to become a worldwide internet hoax with the intention of causing harm to kids. Um, uh, three years since the creation of the sculpture, the artwork began rotting and falling apart. And so the artist decided, decided to destroy it and throw it away. Um, I also... <laughs> ISO... <laughs> ISIS? Also ISIS. explained to the, <laughs> to the publication The Sun that if you've seen it in the state it was in, it would have probably looked even more terrifying. Um, the children can be reassured Momo is dead. She doesn't <laughs> exist, and the curse is gone. What he doesn't realize is that when you when you destroy when it, you destroy Momo. It's like you've a, released it into the spirit realm. It's like the Ouija board. We're all dead. We're all we are all dead. Anyone who watches YouTube is now dead. Yep. So that's your news break for this week. Thank you. Very thank well you. done, sir. Thank Very you. well thank done. You. Thank, you. thank you all. Thank you all. <laughs> all right, Brian, what do you want to talk about this week uh, regarding these hot topics with the church world? And um, I am sure if you are a Christ follower and you have been on social media in the past three or four days. Even if you aren't. Even if you aren't. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah. Um, Clayton Jennings was... Uh, under the gun. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you my uh, Clayton Jennings experience. That should be like that should be a show or something. Maybe we should should we explain who Clayton Jennings is? For yeah, those, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. who didn't even know who he was. Right, he he's got like a million followers. There's still, people who didn't know YouTube and uh, Facebook and yeah, yeah. so. Uh, just an you you want an overview? Are you gonna do it? You want me to do it? You you can you can take that. I know he did some spoken word. Yeah. So if you if you uh, go on YouTube and type in Clayton Jennings, you're gonna get a lot of spoken word stuff, a lot of poetry. Um, who he is? Um, uh, he's uh he's written a book. He's an evangelist. I think he's from Indiana. 
Um, and he, he, he's a public figure. He's a public speaker. He's a public guy for Jesus, basically. He goes yeah. around and evangelizes. He's been to Israel and India and what, you know, wherever else. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got uh, about a million Facebook followers. Um, so if you, from Clayton's point of view, um, he recently released a three-part Facebook video. Mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of it live, but it, bro- it broke it down into three parts. Um, he says, you know, as he was up and coming, um, people compared him to a young Billy Graham. Yeah, uh, He just kind of had that kind of charisma uh, when speaking with people, when, uh, you know, doing the evangelistic stuff that he was doing. He um, he was asked by a church there in Indiana to be credentialed. Hey, you know, you're, you're doing this. You might as well be credentialed. Um, so he went ahead and accepted that and went through the credentialing process and was credentialed by that church. Um, other than that, that's where the mediocrity of Clayton, you know, the run-of-the-mill stuff. Yeah kind of stops and that's when where we pick up with 2016 and I remember 2016 I remember hearing he was going to be a speaker at a event hosted by um, a denomination that we're both very familiar with mm-hmm. and um, something came out from a blog site called Pulpit and Pen, Mm -hmm. run by... J.D. Hall. J.D. Hall. Mm -hmm. And J.D. Hall wrote a a blog post or a series of articles that were basically calling uh, Clayton Jennings out for being a a womanizer, a woman abuser, um, taking advantage of women, basically using his uh, ministry to get laid. Right. You know, Um, so that was in 2016. I remember him. He was going to be a speaker. All this stuff came out, and I remember the church world throwing him under the bus. Like, he's dirty. He's, you know, a heretic and, you know, can't trust him and blah, 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 blah. Well, fast forward to 2019, uh, and here we are, and Clayton has made a resurface um, as of late, all starting with a Facebook picture, picture yes. posted on Facebook and maybe Instagram yeah. of him flicking off the camera, and then a long uh, post about bullying, uh, about... Um, People, I, I I can't remember. I took a screenshot of it, but mm-hmm. somehow it got deleted. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I think he took it down. Yeah. So there there was a lot of stuff about bullying and uh, that he was about to call out wh- people who have been harassing him uh, for the most part. He was mad. He he was mad, and and I think he dropped the f bomb mm-hmm. in the post too. Yep. Now that floated around for a few days. Um, it got passed around and shared and 
you know, a lot of people were like, man, come on, JD, we love you. And you don't have to do this and this, that, and the other. And other people were like, you're going straight to hell and you're not a godly man at all. If you're going to flip off the camera and, you know, drop an F bomb or anything like that. Well, he took the picture down. He started his Facebook live video that I referenced earlier with an apology. Mm -hmm. And he said, listen, I, I posted a picture. I said some words. It was done in the moment of anger, and I wanted to express myself, and I went about it the wrong way, mm -hmm. and I apologize. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I take responsibility for my actions. Mm -hmm. And then on this Facebook Live video, he goes and starts telling this long tale of what he and his family have been going through in probably the last week or so. And from Clayton's uh, point of view, he's being attacked by J.D. Hall, Pulpit and Pen, and everyone who's affiliated with him. Mm -hmm. um, he's being, his character is being attacked. His family has been uh, threatened or bullied um, through this. And um, he's just had enough. He's had enough of it. And so that's where all of that surfaced. Now, I read something today, an opinion piece about this whole situation. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, look up the Clayton Jennings uh, stuff on, uh, uh, on the interwebs and everything and familiarize yourself with it. it, it's a, it, it was a captivating moment in Christian time, Dude, you know, so many, a lot of the comments, even I had, you know, people texting me, sending it to me, talking about, uh, you know, I, I can't believe this guy and he yeah. just lost another follower. And a lot of people said that a lot of people yeah. commented on it and said, you just lost yourself a follower. Right. But what they don't realize is he actually gained a lot of followers yeah, for that. Did. And on top of the the quote unquote cookie cutter right. Christians that wrote him off, there was a lot of people that was like, I'm glad that you're being you're being real. vulnerable, yeah. you're transparent, um, and people can respect that. Um Well, I'm yeah. glad I'm glad you said that because this opinion piece that I that I read talked about the timing of this. Yeah. Um, the pulpit and pen. It's been going on for article came out years. in 2016. Here yeah. we are in 2019. Well, in the Facebook Live video, Clayton makes mention of a television production uh, venture that he's going to be a part of, mm -hmm. and also directly after the Facebook Live videos were posted he started publicizing his podcast. Yep. He's going to be doing a podcast through YouTube and mm -hmm. um, other sources. But the opinion piece was like, this was a well-planned publicity grab. Yeah. Um, and if you don't think those types of things happen, look at 
um, yeah. Jesse Smollett. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like he's he's trying to right. He's under the the he's he's under a lot of controversy right now right. with his whole faking right the the attack. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh man, he was in Mighty Ducks. He was. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but the quack quack quack. quack. That would have been hilarious if they would have done that after they jumped him. Quack, quack. <laughs> oh, God, that's wrong. No, it's not wrong. It was fake. What it was the fake. Crap am yeah, I talking about that all day long? Yeah. They all run off in a flying V. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but um, I, the, the timing is, is very ironic. I, I'll tell you that. Uh, the opinion piece went on to say that basically... Um, he became a little stagnant and irrelevant and needed to bring attention back onto himself yeah. in order to capitalize on on gaining some ground. So the first time I ever heard about Clayton Jennings um, was from our buddy Craig. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember going to work out with him one day. He was like, you ever heard of Clayton Jennings? I said, no. And uh, he was like, he's like a motivational speaker, evangelist. Uh, he does like spoken word and stuff like that. I think you'd like him. Uh, check him out. So I watched a few videos and I was like, yeah, that's pretty good, you know. Um, but like you said, fell off the face of the earth. Never heard anything about it. Honestly, I didn't know anything about this pulpit and pen stuff uh, until this past weekend when everything blew back up. And I was like, oh yeah, that Clayton Jennings guy. I remember him. Um, and now he's back in the limelight. And now he's back. Podcast coming out. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to take away from it. What I will tell you is I respect him. If it is genuine, Mm -hmm. if, if he's doing something genuine with, um, all that's been happening lately, uh, I respect him for coming out and being vulnerable, like you said. And you know what? He flipped off the camera and he yeah. dropped an F-bomb. Um, and okay. the, the the people who who want to say, you know, you're you're a leader or you're supposed to be, you know, uh, following uh, the example of Christ. And I, I, I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, don't... What would happen if someone were to publicly... Or you know the things that you've done in private, or, or whatever. Yeah. And this wasn't in private. He he did put it out on a oh, public yeah. form. He was and, completely out there. But he was transparent and mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. I almost have a lot more respect for someone who's transparent and real, than someone who gets behind a pulpit every week, and is manipulative and, you know, deceptive and and spreading a a type of gospel that is only for the benefit of themselves. I wish I could go back and, and I'm sure if you dig deep enough, deep enough on the internet, you're going to be able to find the actual post. He took it down. And honestly, I can see why he took it down. Um, Like you said, he did apologize for it, Um, but he was very out there with what he, he was very intentional about what he, what he was trying to get across. He's very pissed off at this JD Hall guy. Um, so he comes to him or, you know, he's calling him out on the post and he's saying, things, yeah. you know, he's, um, he wasn't hinting at violence, um, but rather making like a direct threat. 
towards him. Yeah. Um, JD Hall actually went on Bad Christian, the podcast, the the podcast, mm-hmm. and was being interviewed by them. And uh, you know, I, I want to take the <laughs> I want to take the attention off of Clayton Jennings for a second. Okay, and let's direct it towards JD Hall. Okay. Um, listening to this bad Christian podcast episode with JD Hall, where they're interviewing him, the guy is very full of himself. JD Hall is very full of himself. In my opinion, so's Clayton. Jennings. And Clayton Jennings is yeah, very full. Of himself I know you too. wanted to take away from him for a minute. Yeah, so I wanted to take it away, um, just off of Clayton Jennings for a little bit. And focus it on JD Hall because I, I want people to know if you if you do go and listen to that episode, uh, listen to the way that he talks about himself. Listen to the way that he talks about um, his ministry. Yeah, about his uh, his blog site. He likes to take credit for a lot of things. Uh, like he he's like, oh, you know, we were the ones that broke the the news about uh, Greg Locke, and you know, very pompous, douchey, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and uh, the guy's very full of himself. I Listening to him talk, I almost was like, you know, I think J.D. Hall was actually jealous of Clayton Jennings, maybe. You ever well, seen, have you yeah. seen the guy? Yeah, I've seen him. So he's a little heavy set. Um, and uh, he likes to mention that. He likes to mention that Clayton Jennings is like, good looking. Like is good looking, and he wears tight shirts. And Clayton Jennings has made fun of him because of his weight and this and that and other. I don't know how much of that is true. Uh, I don't know how much of anything that JD Hall says is true because he claimed a lot of stuff that I don't think there was any proof of. Yeah, am I right about that? No, you're right. Um, everything is hearsay. One thing that Clayton Jennings brings up is that Jetty Hall was basically bullied a teenage boy to the point of him committing suicide. Right. Um, Yeah, and like bullying gay kids and stuff like that. Just a lot of bullying. What I think this comes down to is two bros who just don't like each other. Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. It's a, it's a pissing contest with the both of them. Yeah, like they and don't. We're just li- sitting back watching. They don't like one another, mm-hmm. and they get under each other's skin. Mm-hmm. Like, like everyone has that one person, that one person yeah. where you're just like, oh god. Yeah. I, I think I think that I got a few. <laughs> I think that um, <laughs> these guys are each other's <laughs> yeah. person. You know. Yeah. Uh, so we're all sitting back just watching this happen. You know, like the the classic Michael Jackson meme. From Thriller, where he's yeah, sitting there with the sitting, popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and I'm enjoying watching it all unfold. I think it's hilarious. Um, yeah, and, I mean, what it, I like about uh, all right. So again, with JD Hall, he he thinks that he's doing this world a service by, by calling out calling out Clayton Jennings and calling out he, now. This is. Pretty much what J.D. Hall does. All that's all he does. Yeah, all he does. He wants to bring down. So people in the spotlight find out what they've done wrong and expose it. And expose them. Um, I think there's a there's a term for that. 
kind of like how TMZ is. Dickhead. Yeah, dickhead. <laughs> but the uh, kind of like TMZ where they want to break the story, want to dig up all the dirt on whoever Get the it is. Scoop. Uh, yeah, like a tabloid yeah. would do, say, yeah. basically. So that's all this website is. Um, that's all it is. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Yeah, they, um, I mean, that's their mission. And you know what? More power to them, man. You know, I, I don't like church corruption. I don't like leaders. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll talk about them, but I'm not going to make it my mission on earth to ruin these people. And that's what they do. It's almost like a Scientology. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Type tactic cultish. where they go after mm-hmm. these people to the point of having that. I, I honestly think it, it's one of two things with Clayton. He either had a mental break where enough was enough, yeah, or it was a publicity stunt. And you could see, I, honestly, I think it was a mental break because if think you so watch too. the videos, yeah. he looks crazy. He, I, I was watching, I was like, he buddy, looks stressed. You yeah, yeah like you need some out. sleep, bud. Um, he's you know saying that JD Hall has threatened his family, he's threatened his daughter. Yeah. Um, what happened with his dad? We were talking about his dad. Um, something that I I read was after this stuff came out in 2016, Mm -hmm. his dad was the pastor of the church and his dad resigned and passed away, uh, like shortly thereafter. Mm -hmm. And from the, the writer of the article attributed it to the stress of having, and from what I've heard, JD Hall has only brought up things about, Clayton and dealing with sexuality, mm-hmm. dealing with um, forcing women or manipulating women to have sex with him, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Clayton openly admits to having sex with these women. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I had sex with her mm-hmm. multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, she came to my place. Um, and kaboot it. Uh, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> what? She came to, in the Facebook Live video, he's like, yeah, uh, we slept together here. Mm -hmm. But you know what? She was 45 minutes away two days later and called me up to come over. And we slept together again. And he said the reason why she's pissed off Mm -hmm. is because she got clingy. She got stalkerish. Mm -hmm. She was showing up, you know, randomly at places. And I had to, you know, I had to shut that down. Mm -hmm. And, you know... That that's his version of yep. it. So, one hundred percent. Now I don't know if you can say one hundred percent. I don't know if anybody can ever give you one hundred percent transparency, um, especially in right the, right, 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 the right. limelight. You yeah. know. So, but how much more transparency do you want? Great. Yeah, th- I think it's I think it's respectable that he's coming out and he's saying, "Yeah, dude, look, this happened, this happened, this happened, yada yada yada." Normally, in one of these situations where you have a minister in a sexual scandal, mm-hmm. they deny, 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 oh, deny. No, Hire that's not the what best happened. Lawyers. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And here he is saying, "Yeah, look, we we mm-hmm. got it on. Right. You know, I wasn't married. Uh, I was immature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was. You know." W- Involved in ministry yeah. at these times, shouldn't have done it. I admit my sins. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gone before God and God's forgiven me. Um, but yeah, I did it. But where he stops is he says, I did not manipulate these women. Mm-hmm. I did not. 100% consensual. Right. And, th- and that's what he's saying. Dude, I mean, to me, I want to believe him. 
I want to believe him on that part. Mm-hmm. And like I was saying, this whole everything that's been happening, it, it's it's one of two things, man. Either he's just had enough of it, mm-hmm. and this dude JD Hall just pushes his buttons, and he's sick and tired of it. And you know what? He had a human moment. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He broke. You people act like you've never gotten mad before. In traffic. Never cussed yeah, underneath come your on, dude. breath at someone. Yeah, I mean, everyone has their I can moments. name you a ton of ministers I know of that have oh, horrible yeah. road rage. Yeah, or <laughs> and mouths. And I, I know yeah. a ton of guys who have anger problems or, yeah. or you know, just whatever. Um, he had a human moment, and he he took a... He, he said, my bad. Yeah. He took accountability for it. He said, I shouldn't have done what I did. That probably wasn't the smartest thing, but I did it. You know, I'm human. And like you've said time and time again, it's not about what you do. It's about what you do afterwards. Yeah. So, you know, uh, J.D. Hall's coming out. He's trying to take Clayton Jennings down. He somehow feels like it's God's will for him. (laughs) For him to take down people and destroy ministries. That's, hey, man, I just think you're a douchebag. Yeah, that's scary um, to yeah. begin with. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so, I, I mean, it, I can I can disagree with someone all day long. I don't make it my life's mission to. No. I don't. I don't honestly. And here and here's something else I'm add to that. I think you need to be careful with saying it's God's will Definitely. and intention for your life to take down a ministry. Definitely. Because Clayton Clayton Jennings ministry is going to reach a totally different group of people that's right. than JD Hall ever will. And that's the demographic that he just gained with yeah. all of this was people saw that this dude's real and yeah. vulnerable and transparent and that is what is po- not popular. That's what people are craving right now. Right. Is realism. Yeah. Cuz they're sick of the the cookie cutter BS that that Listen, they get on Sunday morning. If I was not a Christ follower, because I'm not going to say a sinner, we're all sinners. Um, if I was not a Christ follower, and I looked at how real Clayton Jennings was being right now, right, but he was still coming back and saying, "Look, man, I messed up, but you know what? Jesus loves you." Right. Okay. Uh, I, I have more respect for that if I was not a Christ follower than. Being, being in that position and looking at JD Hall, who is like, oh, it's God's will for my life to take down these false prophets and these uh, ministries and stuff. Like, uh. The way I see it is, if God, God, mm-hmm. now we're talking about God here, capital G, capital G, if God can can show grace and and give grace, mm-hmm. who the crap am I? to judge or who the crap am I to formulate an opinion about a person's actions, yeah. especially after they've been accountable mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Who am I? I'm no one. No one. I have zero room to to say, you know what, you're going about this the wrong way or you're doing that the wrong way or you're doing this and doing that, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yo, get off of him. Mm-hmm. Get off his sack, man. Because <laughs> it's it's it's... It's not looking good for you, yeah. for for the people who berate him or the people. Now I can understand if I can understand if someone saw the the picture and was like, "Ugh, you know, I just don't like that. I'm I'm not going to follow him anymore." Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know, you're entitled to do that. 
But when you take it a step further and you spread that around and you start showing, you know, I saw so many things shared on Facebook. There's like, stop following this guy or this guy's, you know, not who he says he is. Yo, that's taking it a step further. J.D. Hall, taking it a step further. You're, you're now taking the the job of God. Yeah. And you're, you're judging this dude based on his actions or whatever. Slow down. Yeah. Because that's not your place whatsoever. None. None. I reached out to Clayton. <laughs> I did. He'll be man. on. He'll be on next week. Well, I mean, we're hoping. <laughs> I reached out to him, and you know, his people got to get with my people, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yep. We'll see what happens. All right, let's shift gears. Let's shift gears. Why don't we talk about our favorite uh, CCM artist? Okay, Lauren Bagel. Lauren Bagel, <laughs> formerly known as Lauren Daigle. Right. We changed. But I her think name. I think she finally. Realized that wasn't the way to go. Right, she took Bagel was the way to do it. Yeah. Um, she was under a lot of controversy, controversy as well. Um, here recently, um, same type of crowd that's pissed at her. Yeah. Uh, it's it's your cookie cutter Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no gray area. Things black and white. Um. She's so she's been known as uh, an up up and coming contemporary Christian artist. She's all over K Love. She's all over everything. Name it, yeah, man. Yeah, she's, so she's starting to gain a lot of recognition. Dove she's Awards, starting, yeah, Dove Awards. She's starting to even get played on like the um, regular like top forty type stations uh, in pop music and things like that. Right. Uh, so she's gaining this recognition. Homegirl goes on Ellen. She performs on Ellen. Guess what? Guess what? Church crowd is so mad. <laughs> They're like, how dare you go on this lesbian's talk show and play music, and you're a Christian artist. Um, hey, here's the deal, man. Like, She didn't even go on Ellen and be like, listen, Ellen, you're gay. You're wrong. You, no, it's not like she went on and right. she was like, you're gay. And that's cool. And I'm okay with you being gay. She just went on the She's, dang show, man. She just played her song. She just went on the that's show. That's what she does for a living. She goes and she performs and she plays music. Okay. Um, she goes on Ellen. She plays her song, whatever. Twitter exploded. Good God. I know it. Um, so people are freaking out and they're like, how dare you? You're, you just, you just lost another, that's, that is their favorite. That is their favorite line to throw out there is you just lost a fan or you just lost a follower. Yeah. Okay. There's the door. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, and then she gets interviewed and I forgot what the source was that interviewed her, but they asked her, they were like, what's your thoughts on homosexuality? Yeah. And she says, you know, um, there's just too many people that I love that are homosexuals mm-hmm. for me to say, uh, here's her exact quote. You know, I can't, I can't honestly answer on that. The blah, blah, blah. too many people that I love that are homosexuals. Um, but I'm not God. I can't say one way or the other. That's not my place. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right there. Boom. Listen, Roasted. she's not God. Yeah. Leave it alone. That that's, that's all, that's all needed to be said. She did exactly what she was supposed to do. And guess what? More people exploded and freaked out. Right. So now I don't listen to K-Love at all because 
thankfully Avery I'm, stopped listening oh, thank to God. it. Okay, that's all I wanted for <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> um, even to go to to as far as saying Lauren, she, Lauren Daigle doesn't want to be considered a Christian artist anymore. Right. She just wants that's to awesome. be. An, she Good. just wants to be an artist. Good. Yeah. Because Christian music yeah. ruins everything. <laughs> There's there's one there's an article that is Lauren Daigle the artist formerly known as Christian. Oh, is that a stab? Was yeah. That a oh, stab definitely. This oh, is gosh. from the Church Leaders of America. Stab, stab. This stab. and this just goes on to say that basically the only reason she did it is to make more money in okay. the sec- secular realm. Realm. <sighs> is this Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Um, I I would say that. Why are we gonna piss on her? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she wants to go in the secular way, uh, and she's still gonna be making the same type of music. Yeah. Um, Spreading the same message. Isn't our job to go out and reach these people? Exactly. She's doing exactly. She's what doing she's exactly doing. what she's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, another one that I kind of want to touch on. And what brought this to my attention was there's a comparison here. I remember a few years ago when Tim Tebow canceled speaking at a church, Mm -hmm. Not, not just any church, like the top Baptist church in America, uh, Reverend, uh, Oh Lord, he's in Texas. Jeff, uh, Jeff's, uh, what's his name? While you're looking that up, can I play you something? Yeah. So I came across a four-part um, series on YouTube. <laughs> oh, God. From, uh, holy crap, he's got 1,900 subscribers. That's amazing. This is a this is a YouTube channel called The Pastor's Chronicles. Um, and he had a four-part series called Lauren Daigle, A Witch or a Woman of God. A witch or she, woman of God. She's a witch. Jeez. Um, and... I'm just going to play you a few clips just to get an idea of what these people really are thinking about Lauren Daigle. All right. I'd like to welcome you to the Pastor's Chronicles. This is with Lauren Daigle, bitch or woman of God. Now remember, in order to understand and spot out a false prophet in this world, the Bible says that we must examine fruit. Yeah. (laughs) The Bible says, by their fruits, you shall know them. So for those who want, who want to come up on this Chronicle and say I'm judging. Chronicle? I'm Chronicle. throwing the scriptures out there. If you war against what God said, then guess what? You you sold your soul to Lucifer. Anyone <laughs> that exalt himself above the knowledge of God. So we're not going to judge her. No, she's just going to hell with Lucifer. We're going to do what the Savior said. Examine fruit to see what tree she is. So when we examine, what do we do? We make an inference on that thing. When we examine something, we come to a conclusion. One could argue that's judging. Oh man. The witch. She's a witch. She's a witch. Bana. <laughs> Bana. Yeah, so Tebow um cancels uh Robert uh Jeffries. Jeffries. Robert Jeffries. That's 
that's his name, uh, the First Baptist Church out in Texas. Now, he's like, he's Trump's guy. Oh, okay. You know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I've met this dude. Oh, okay. So, so this thing that we go and perform at in Texas in front yeah. of all these thousands of people yep. that you're going to be a part of here That's pretty right. soon. Okay. He comes and like speaks there. I'm scared to death to ride on that airplane. You're fine. He comes and speaks there. <laughs> like I've talked to this dude. Okay. Yeah. So Tim Tebow is scheduled to go and speak at this church. Uh, old Robert... Uh, decides to uh, make a statement like weeks leading up to it condemning the LGBT community yeah, and same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. Tim Tebow then cancels mm. and says, whoa, <laughs> yeah. hey, uh, I'm not going to come speak anymore. Right. And, you know, he puts out a response on Twitter and he says, listen, sorry, I was scheduled to come speak to you fine people in Texas. Due to recent information that's been brought to my attention, I am no longer able to keep this engagement. Very little backlash. Very little backlash. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I want you to take this story that I just gave you. Okay. Put a pin in it and kind of set it to the side. Because now we're going to move on to... Star Lord. Yeah. And then we're going to circle back around to T- Tim Tebow. Okay, so everyone knows Star Lord. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. He's about to become a Kennedy. Um, yeah. He's engaged to. Uh, <laughs> News to me. Yeah, he's engaged to. Uh, what's her name? Something Schwarzenegger. So they're going to get married. But Chris Pratt attends a church that you may have heard of called Hillsong. Mm-hmm. California. California, right? yeah. So Is that the same one Bieber goes to? I, I believe Did he Did we goes, talk about that before? Yeah, he think, goes to New York. I think he, he goes to New York. New York. Yeah, so if Chris Pratt's been making some waves, okay? Mm-hmm. He's been giving some speeches. He's been talking about God. He's been talking about things and this and that. Um, he is fine with saying, you know what? I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. That's mm-hmm. just who I am. Um. Now, there is a lot, and I mean a lot, of people who want to crap on Chris Pratt. Not only because he believes that divorce is okay, Mm -hmm. because he got a divorce. (laughs) And he's starring in uh, beer commercials. And, and he's drinking beer. Yeah, Chris Pratt is also one of these guys who is very vulnerable, who's very transparent. He openly admits that he is not perfect and that he sins and he's continuously sinning as he breathes. But you because know, we all are right. But you know, he he recognizes it again. Yeah, for the people in the back. Yeah, you might need to. We're still sinners. Okay. Um, but. There are people who want to protest his movies, want to um, basically shun him away from the Christian world. They said that his recent uh, award speech... Good luck, by the way. Right. Trying to protest one of the Avengers movies. Right. Have fun with that. Good luck. Um, (laughs) You know, he was in some news recently with uh, What's-Her-Face from X-Men... Yeah, uh, do do do. 
Whatever. What's I can't her remember face? her name. What's yeah, her face? she makes me mad. Yeah, she she basically said Ellen oh, Page. Ellen Page. She basically called Chris Pratt out and saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, let's stop mm-hmm. uh, being on his side because his church doesn't like gay people." Mm-hmm. And Chris Pratt, you know, came back at her and mm-hmm. said, "No, that's not it at all. My mm-hmm. church accepts all people." Um, and still, Christians found a way to crap on him about that. Listen, he stood up for his faith, he stood up for his church, he stood up for his beliefs, and Christians still said he didn't do enough. Did not do enough. What else do you want? You know? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't get it. I hate I, I hate it, man. I have no idea. All right. Take that pen out of Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. Move him back into the subject. Mm-hmm. Why is it Tim Tebow gets a pass? And Chris Pratt. Lauren Daigle, you can go on and on and on with the list of people who have uh, Bono. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's tons of people who, Mel Gibson, who are believers, mm-hmm. believe in God, believe in Jesus, who have a relationship with him. Correction, Brian. Mel Gibson is Catholic. Don't get me started. <laughs> Do not get me started. But here you have Tim Tebow, who I would say ha- probably mirrors the same beliefs as Lauren Daigle and and Chris Pratt. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he takes the position of it's not my position to judge. It's not my place to judge. I'm not going to judge. And if you speak out about it, I'm going to be like Jesus and I'm going to love everyone mm-hmm. regardless. There was a shooting in Florida. Do you remember the club shooting, the gay club yeah. shooting that mm-hmm. they got shot up? Mm-hmm. Well, one of Tim Tebow's former teammates was in that uh, club. He got injured. Mm-hmm. Tim goes and visits him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goes and visits him acknowledges him being gay, prays with him, does all the stuff, gets zero flack. Zero flack. If Chris Pratt would have done that, they would want his head on a stake. Absolutely. Why does Tim Tebow get a pass? How fitting, too, that it's a pass. Oh, look at that. But honestly, why does he get a pass? Why is there a double standard? I do not understand. I have no clue. Tim Tebow is... Just now put out a, a, a movie that he did. Yeah. Uh, which we're going to go see and yep. we're, we're going to review. We're going to do an official review on that movie. Yeah. Cannot remember the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> Facing Tim. the Tebows or something like that. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no, but he, he has a movie that's coming out. He just stars in every role right. that he redid <laughs> Facing the Giants altogether. He's in every scene. He's just in every scene. No CGI either. None just cut all. and paste. Um, why did why weren't anyone <laughs> protesting his movies? In fact, people took like church trips, church rented out Man. theaters to go see Tim Tebow's movie. He and Chris Pratt are in the same category. Mm-hmm. They probably have the same beliefs. Uh, I hate to tell you this, people, but Tim Tebow drinks. Yeah, he's been seen Heads plenty up. of times with champagne. With I mean, Tim Tebow. He, he, why does he get a pass? Why? I think a lot of it has to. Do, well, uh, is he public about it? 
What do you mean by public? Like, like Chris Pratt is. He did a beer commercial. Who, Tim Tebow? No. Oh, Chris okay. Pratt. So I was going to say, yeah, they, that really makes no sense. <laughs> um, so Chris Pratt does a, a beer commercial. Chris Pratt is in movies where and TV shows where he might cuss every now and then or something like that. Right. Um, it, I, I think what it is is just Tim Tebow kind of stays in that lane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I remember a couple Super Bowls ago, mm-hmm. he and his mom did a, a commercial about abortion. Mm. Do, do you remember that? I don't think so. Uh-uh. He, they did a commercial about abortion. And it was like the Christian's wet dream come true <laughs> watching that commercial during the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, he, he, I just, why, why? I, I like Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. I like what he's saying. He's a good role sure. model. I'm not, I'm not Dude. dissing Tim Tebow. What I'm saying is, why does he get a pass? Or why do you crap on Star Lord mm-hmm. or Lauren Bagel mm-hmm. when Tebow does the same things? Now, I do like Tebow for the fact that he does the proms for the special needs kids. How awesome is That's that? That's amazing. It's amazing. It's awesome, dude. I honestly, very commendable. He's a um, great guy. But he I will get forever it. get a pass until forever. until something happens. Until, until something until right. some type of controversy. But uh, but what was it with Chris Pratt? Is it because he's divorced? I think, I think it's because he's divorced. I think it's because he was on shows like Parts and Rec and He's in like Guardians of the Galaxy or other movies where he might cuss or whatever. Uh, I don't. I, what's the movie where he was in space with uh, Guardians, of, Guardians the of the Galaxy? <laughs> <laughs> where he was in space again yeah. with um, uh, the chick from Hunger Games, Jennifer yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, that was a good movie, by the way. Was it? Was yeah. there a sex scene in it or something like that? There might have been. Might have been. So that's what I mean. Like he does more secular things than than uh, Tim Tebow does. And I think that's why he'll always get crapped on and Tim Tebow because Tim Tebow stays in his lanes and uh, he doesn't, you know, like he'll say, well, I don't want to make a cookie cutter, a cookie cutter Christian movie. Um, But depending, I guarantee you when we go see that movie, it's probably going to be cookie cutter because Tim Tebow plays it safe. I think he doesn't want, he knows that there's a large Christian following that he has. And I, I think he's going to continue to play it safe. Passengers. That's the, That's the movie. movie. Yeah. Okay. Good movie. Okay. Real good movie. Star Lord and Mystique. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he does play it safe, but at the same time, he's willing to cancel mm-hmm. uh, a, a large speech, the biggest First Baptist Church in America. Mm-hmm. Old Jeffers mm-hmm. or Jeffries, whatever his name is, is Trump's boy. Mm-hmm. He he's. Willing to say, you know what? You've taken a stand against uh, something that I don't think you need to be taking a stand against. You know, we need to love instead of putting it out there that they're all going to hell. Mm-hmm. So he, he's not afraid. He, I, I've, I've heard him cuss. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not afraid to be himself. Maybe he's just not in the spotlight enough. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe it is that he stays in that lane. But oftentimes he goes out of that lane. And when he goes out of that lane, why don't people crap on him? I don't know. 
I, and listen, people, I'm not trying to tell you to crap on Tim Tebow. No. What I'm saying is, why is there a double standard? Why do some people get a pass? They absolutely love Tim Tebow. Why didn't Clayton Jennings get a pass for flipping the birds? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's for some. Where reason, do we draw the line? In in a Christian's mind, there are just some things that you can never do. You can never do this. You will. You do not ever do this. So something that's dumb. That is absolutely the most stupidest thing I've ever heard. As long life. as it's not blaspheming God, yeah, or worshiping the devil, <laughs> that's dumb. It is. It's very stupid. I'll never understand it because we're human, and we're going to we're going to be human. Mm-hmm. There's no getting around that. We cannot stop that. We mm-hmm. cannot stop sinning. There's not a person alive on this earth or that will be born on this earth that can stop sinning. Mm -hmm. So if your pastor, your preacher, your minister, your friend, your neighbor, your sister, your wife is telling you that you used to be a sinner and now you're not, that's bull crap Mm -hmm. because you're always going to be a sinner. Always. Always. But why? And I don't want to I don't want this coming off like I hate Tebow. I like Tebow. Yeah. Tebow's a good dude, man. Sure. He's a real good dude. But so is Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Pratt is a good dude. Very. He's uh, he's I've, solid, man. I've already emailed his um, his uh, publicist and his, his manager. People. His people. We're trying to get him on. You know, he's a little busy. <laughs> In games coming up. You know. Gotcha. So. I think they've already shot that movie, but I don't know. That's but, what you think? Uh, um. Can be filmed live, <laughs> live action. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I will say this. Um, I I don't think God intends us to be these people who, at the drop of that uh, of a hat in someone else's life, are so quick to call them out. There's a difference between accountability mm-hmm. and attacking, mm-hmm. I do believe. Um, accountability is done face-to-face. Yes. That's a, a... Yeah. I will make note that Clayton Jennings numerous times made an offer to J.D. Hall. To meet to in meet, person, yeah. To talk about this. Would not do it. Wouldn't do it. Even J.D. Hall would not do it. Even said he would pay for his ticket mm-hmm. anywhere. Yep. Wouldn't do wouldn't it. Wouldn't do it. Scared. So he th- is terrified. I think I think that says a lot. If you're, if you're willing to go on Facebook and share something, or if you're willing or quick to, or it's easy for you to... Um, tell your friends or whoever about calling someone out about something, Mm -hmm. that's not accountability. Mm. I think accountability happens face-to-face. I think accountability is done in love. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I'm worried about this. Um, And not even seeking a resolution for it. Not saying, hey, I'm worried about this. You need to change. But hey, man... I'm worried about this. This is how I feel. Just want to bring it to your attention yep. type deal. I don't feel like these people who are in the spotlight, who are in the public eye, get that. Mm-mm. They don't get that uh, afforded to them. Mm-mm. And I think it's a shame. And I think it makes 
Facebook armchair Christians um, look stupid. And crazy. And crazy. I think uh, lately how I've been with my Christian walk, if you want to call it that, like I'm, I'm very geared towards what someone who isn't a Christian looks at me. Okay. Yeah. So a non-believer, because again, I'm not going to say sinner because right. we're all sinners. Yeah. Um, someone who is not a believer, not a Christian looks at me. Do they look at me like, look, man, I may not believe the same way that he does, but Blake is a nice guy. Blake has always treated me with respect. He's always treated me um, kindly. And, you know, I, I'm kind of interested in this whole God thing. You've had that happen to you. I have a few times, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, I'd much rather come off that way to a non-believer than try to play it safe and be a cookie-cutter Christian just so the Christian community can look at me and say, good job. Yeah, I, if, I don't know, man. I, you've had people come up to you. You've had that happen to you, yeah, because of the life that you live, or or whatever, what whatever it is, the example that you're setting. People who take issue with some of the things you say, or some of the things you do, or people who take issue with this podcast, mm -hmm. or whatever, I would like to turn the table and say, how many people do that to you? Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about churched people. I'm not mm -hmm. talking about people who are in the church. People who are unchurched, people who don't know anything about God, come to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, good on you. I, I, I'm proud of that for you. Um, that, that, that's something that, that happens to you. But I would, you know, if people take issue with you, you keep doing you. Oh, yeah. You keep doing you. Absolutely. You're imperfect. You're on a path to find God, and as long as you're operating on that path, who cares what your vehicle is? Yeah, you know, as long as you have the Word of God in you, as long as you have a talk and a relationship and a conversation with God, and and you keep that fluid, who cares, man? Yep. Who cares? You work on you, and I'm gonna do me. I think that's a lesson to. Where we're getting at with this whole thing is if people would spend half the time they do trying to call out, point out, or be the judge or the jury yeah. on others and their Christian walks, if they spent half the time, half the energy on just working on themselves, they'd be much, much, much happier. Yeah. Much happier. We've both been in a position to call people out. Mm -hmm. We've both been in a position to basically be the JD Hall mm -hmm. and publish and and ruin people's days. Yeah. <laughs> and ruin you know, put people's ministries under scrutiny. Um but we're doing us. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of that. Oh yeah. I'm not tooting on my own horn, but I'm proud of it. And I'm proud of Choo, choo. Some of the positions that you've taken and I've taken with this podcast, we have a platform, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm not saying that we're better than other people by doing that. But what I am saying is maybe take a page out of our book, maybe mm -hmm. take a page out of the Not Religious podcast 
book here. We should write a book. We should write a book. <sighs> and uh, and focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. Focus on reconstructing, deconstructing, finding out who you are in God, finding out what you believe in, and focus on that and leave others alone. Yep. Let their business be their business. Absolutely. That's about all I got. All right. All right. I think that was good. It was good. Very informative. Informative. Like a big rant. Nah, yeah. I just, to an extent, there's yeah. some rants in there. There was some stuff going on that was trending that I think we needed to hit on. It was hot. It was hot. Nah, it was nah. hot, hot, hot. All right. Yeah. Well, from there, we can transition into our music portion of this episode. Yeah. I love yours. I don't know how to pronounce mine. <laughs> Kaleo? Kaleo. I'm, I'm assuming that, that's, that's what I've say. been going with. Yeah. Kaleo. Way down we go. Way down we go. Yeah. Very groovy. Very um, groovy. So here we go. Way down we go by Kaleo. And well down we Church. What was that song? You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. That's who that guy sounds like. Yeah. Really good. Me likey. Um <laughs> for my song pick this week. Uh oh. Don't don't say uh oh. It's a good one. It's a really good one, in fact. Um I'm gonna do a little backstory. So we've been watching a lot of uh we watched the first season of the Umbrella Academy on okay. Netflix. Loved it. It is so good. Um, if you like superhero type movies, shows, things like that, it's very, it is right up your alley. Um, for all my emo friends out there, the writer of it, it was a comic book series turned into a Netflix show. The writer of the comic book was Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. So once we started watching that and I, you know, got back into um, like going back and listening to some of the old My Chemical Romance stuff. (laughs) I have been on a huge MCR kick. (laughs) And I'm going to take you on a little journey. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to picture it. It's 2006. Emo is running rampant across the United States. And this banger of a song comes out. When I was a young boy my father took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, Son, this song was the pinnacle of emo music as we knew it, that whole scene. Um, they decided to kind of ride the coattails of reprise records who put out American Idiot 
which was one of the biggest and greatest rock operas of the whole entire music history of, of rock and roll music. Um, so they decided to write their own rock opera and come out with the Black Parade. Right. And it was absolutely glorious. Come on. Yes. Just picture it, man. You're on the side of the road. There's a big parade coming down. There's skeletons everywhere. <laughs> yes. Take me into the city. Black roses being tossed. Oh, it's a marching band. Be the saver of the broken. Oh, he said a cuss word. He's going to hell. You're done. You're done. You're done for. You got it. Up until that part, it's well. Even maybe in that part too, I wouldn't say this was released in that time frame. I would say no. this was a 1972 release. Yeah, I would say so. Um, very song, Floyd. Very yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what the intention was. Yeah. Very Epic Freddie opening, Mercury. Very catchy chorus. Yeah. So good, yeah. Um, maybe, yeah. I would say maybe with the drums. What I what I love about that too is it's a concept album. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I didn't realize it until recently. Whenever I actually looked up the the main story, I, I kind of knew what the story was, but it's about a um a, a cancer patient who dies and is having a having a hard time transitioning into the afterworld. So it's, yeah, very trippy. And I found an article that actually goes track by track to explain the stages of, of the death and the reflection on his life. And oh my gosh, it is so good. It is so good. Everyone should go download the black parade by my chemical romance right now. When musicians do that, when artists do that, when, Mm -hmm. when they, when they tell a story, not just with a song, Mm -hmm. With a series of songs. It is so amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing. And I want to dedicate that song to the memory of Luke Perry. Oh, wow. Because he just died. You went there. I did. I went there. Never watched a single episode of Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, I think Lee has seen uh, each episode probably 20 or 30 times. Yeah. She's watched it all the way through 20 or 30 times. You know, he was in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Yes. I so did. that is what I know Luke Perry from. Yeah. So I will dedicate the Black Parade wow. by My Chemical Romance to the memory of Luke Perry. Okay. Um, and just because my wife uh, um, will continue to make an appearance on this podcast somehow one way or another. All right, let me go we're ahead. Plan- and- <laughs> we're planning on going to see we- Weezer and off. and the Pixies here soon. So this is for my wife. This is "Here Comes Your Man" by the Pixies. What the crap is happening? She asked me earlier. She was like, "Can you play Here Comes Your Man' for me as a song suggestion?" I said, "I'll have to sneak it in because Brian will not allow that." Has to find a way to ruin everything I have. 
do I do like that song. Yeah, it's a good song. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, what else we got? That's it. I think that's it. Um, I do want to give a shout out to State Sticks. What? Because uh, they gave us a shout out on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> it's and Facebook. It's just a continuous shout. Yeah. So I, now we get another shout out for shouting them out for their shout out. Yeah. So us. we got to um, see some State Sticks. We sure did. They are awesome. By they the are. way, absolutely. Um, so if you don't know what State Sticks are, they're drumsticks. They're drumsticks, and they're personalized. With state flags, yep. which is pretty freaking cool. Yes, um, I've always liked South Carolina state flag, but mm-hmm. to see it wrapped around a stick like that, Amazing. and even the sticks that we saw were used and dented and worn. Oh my gosh, yep. it looks so awesome and still holding up too. Yep, definitely. So if you are a drummer or mm-hmm. if you know a drummer, what a great gift that would be for yep. birthdays or holidays. Man, give mm-hmm. them some state sticks with their state flag on that. Or if you're a drummer, man, you're going around representing your state. That's right. That's awesome. So check them out, man. State sticks. Check them out on Facebook, mm-hmm. on the Instagrams, mm-hmm. on the on the Twitters. Mm-hmm. Um, even Google it. State sticks drumsticks, man. Yep. Check them out. They're awesome. They're also they're also doing a. Uh, a contest right now. So if you head over to their their Instagram and you repost it and use the hashtag, um, they're going to be doing like a drawing here pretty soon. You can win some drumsticks, some in ears. What? Yeah. Yep. So and of course I have entered that contest because I would love some drumsticks and some new in ears. Definitely. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Okay. Well, you can find us on any podcast platform that you so desire. Definitely. Um, we do appreciate it if you would subscribe so you can stay up to date on when we have new episodes coming out. We are on Instagram at Not Religious Pod. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter as well. Same thing at Not Religious Pod. You can send us an email at notreligiouspod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Give us some ideas for a show. Send us some song suggestions and we'll be glad to play them. Um, and now we can make, we can officially make this statement. Oh. Uh, we are a we are officially a part of the Coming Right Up Network. Boom! Yeah, snap, they are that they are um, going to be airing um, our podcast on their website um, Sundays five thirty Central Standard Time. That's right. Um, so head on over to comingrightup.org um, and stay up to date on all the shows that they have. I'm going to admit to you, I have not listened to any of the shows. However. I've already subscribed to a few of them. Yeah. They've got one that's like a uh, a Star Wars like role playing what type uh podcast. What? So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Check that one out. Definitely. Yeah, go check them out. Um there is some more things in the works um mm-hmm. going on with the Not Religious podcast. This yep. is just one piece of the big news the coming tip out. Tip of the iceberg. In the next baby. few weeks you are going to there's going to be some changes. There's going to be some Things happening that are awesome. That's awesome yes, for queen. us. Come mm. on, yeah. Um, so we just we appreciate all the support that we are getting. Yep. So thank you guys, and thank you Full Sail University. Yeah, for hooking us up with some crazy good equipment. That's right. Be nice to one another. All right, guys. We will catch you next week. <laughs>